Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Please go ahead and be seated in the presence of the Lord. I won't keep you long today. Let's spend some time around the Word of God. I, as always, I have a lot to say, but I took so long last week. I didn't feel bad, but I thought I'll compensate this week. I never feel bad for taking long because it's the Word, right? The Word will change somebody's life. You never know. You just never know. You know, in the realm of eternity, when you, when you, when you get to the end of it, really, only a few things really do matter. Only a few things. At the end of the day, when you get to the end of it, only a few things matter. The world calls some things legacy. They say, look at this legacy, look at that legacy, look at that. But really when you think about it, in the real sense of it, in the real sense of it, there's only one thing that matters. is what you've done with the Lord. What you've done for the Lord. That's it. That's it. No matter what people write about you. No matter how many awards you win. <laughs> no matter. Recently, somebody was telling me how they know you can't carry money to heaven. You know that's true? Do you know that's true? Look in your bank, look in your bank account, your savings, your checking, whatever you have. Constantly look at it and constantly remind yourself. Every time you see that statement, you are not going to heaven with me. So we're going to use you here for the will of God. God will help you amass some, right? He'll help you put some together, but that's not so that you can, you know, no, it's so that you can serve God with it. Some of it is for here, some of it is for generations coming after you, but a lot of it is for the kingdom of God. Only what you do for the Lord lasts. That's it. When it's over, it's over. It's really over. Hallelujah. My prayer for you is that what matters in life is what will matter in your life. That's what my prayer for you. Because when it's all said and done, all this rat race running up and down, trying to catch this, catch, get this. None of that matters, my friends. None of that matters. Now, when, while you are doing what the Lord's assigned you to do, he will bless you. Because there's a reward of the righteous. Hallelujah. The Lord will bless. The Bible says he is not unfaithful that he should forget your labor of life. He will never forget your labor. Every single thing you did, you did for the Lord, the Lord will bring it back and say, that's your reward. Yes, say, so you see, that is your reward. Amen. That is your reward. So keep on laboring. Keep on laboring. I thank God for Pastor Ola and all the good work she's doing um, for the ministry as we get ready for our New Horizon event. And thank you for all the, all the lovely outfits that you made for us. The Lord will beautify you in Jesus' mighty name. All right, let's go read our 2023 confessions together. Let's go. 2023 is my year of new horizons and the full blessing. I declare that I will experience and enjoy the full blessing of the Lord. There is new wine in my cluster and there is a blessing in it. I am on the rise to my highest destiny and no matter what the elements say, there is a lifting up for me. I am not expecting to participate in a recession, depression, regression or any other downward turns 
I lift my eyes up to the hills from whence cometh my help. I am the blessed, the healed, the favored, and the strengthened of the Lord. I am called according to his purpose, and all things work together for my good. I am declared righteous, and I am vindicated. A new day has dawned for me. The struggle is over forever, and the Lord is adding to me another one, again and again and again and again. Kayode is a lion's well, and I am leaping from where I am today to the new horizons of my future. The Tadeshe household is satisfied with favor and full of the blessing of the Lord. We are possessing our inheritance from the west to the south and from the east to the north. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 2023 is my year of remembrance, double honor, and the open door. I am remembered and I am helped. I honor God and he honors me. Grace, grace, grace. His divine ability within me to overcome adversity has positioned me to maximize opportunity. Mountains move, valleys rise. I am on my way to glory land and the Ruach of God will see to it that I get there. God has my back. The promise is in view and the covenant will deliver. Shall the prey be taken from the mighty or the lawful captive delivered? But thus saith the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away, and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. For I will contend with him that contends with you, and I will save you and your children. God has my back. The promise is in view, and the covenant will deliver. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I serve the Lord my God with joyfulness of heart in gratitude for the abundance of all his blessings. Therefore, I will never serve my enemy. The Lord will be good to me and he will show me kindness and mercy. I declare by faith that this new season is a fruitful season and it is a season of full satisfaction, joy, and happiness. 2023 is my year of new horizons and the full blessing. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. Somebody shout a living amen. Amen. Oh, come on. That's not good enough. You're not shouting like you know. Like you know your God is alive. Shout a living amen, somebody. (laughs) Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Let's, let's press on and discuss further. The covenant will deliver. The covenant will deliver. Hallelujah. 
Oh, God. I'm so excited, I tell you. I can hardly hold it in. Mm. What a mighty God we serve. I've not seen him um, in as much manifestation of his glory as I'm seeing him in this season. It is truly amazing. It is truly amazing. God is so real, we can almost touch him. We can almost, he's so real. And he's so close. We can almost touch him. Hallelujah. My prayer for you is he will be that real to you. He will be that close. It will not be a hearsay kind of experience. It will not be maybe, you know, doubt and confusion. No, 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 no. God will be so real, you can almost feel like you can touch him. That his words will just be coming to fruition in your life. You and I, we are the hope of this generation. Do you know, even in the church... It's very difficult. People don't know the reality of God. People serve God now for religion. You know, oh yeah, we have to go to church. Oh yeah, we are, you know. But people don't know the reality of God. They don't know the, you and I have, we have seen him. Hallelujah. We don't have religion. We have relationship with the almighty God. And, And our relationship is rooted in our covenant with him. (laughs) Glory to God. And the the higher you go and the deeper you go in this covenant, my friends, it just becomes more and more of a blissful experience. There's so much glory available. There's so much glory available. Oh, hallelujah. Sometimes I feel like, what you know that thing David said when he said, I can, he says, I I can, I can, I can leap over a wall. Right? I can leap over, somewhere he said, he says, I can run through a troop. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. We serve a miracle-working God, my friends. He is a miracle-working God. Hallelujah. He is a miracle-working God. Don't ever believe it. If somebody ever tells you God was missing in action... They were looking for him. They couldn't find him. It's a lie. It's a big, fat lie. It's a big, fat lie. It's a big, fat lie. They were, not, they were not calling God. It's not our God. It's not our God. If you call our God, our God will answer. I take God's word over every man's word. I take God's word over every man's experience. This word is the infallible word of God. It can never fail. This word can never fail. Sleep with it. Wake with it. Go around with it. Read it. Remind yourself. This word can never fail. It, God is a faithful God. He's too faithful to fail. He's too faithful to fail. They call some banks too big to fail. God is too faithful to fail. God is too faithful to fail. He will never fail you. 
it will never ever fail you i said this to you last week i want to say you see you please don't be offended you hear me say things like this and you know you, you if you are not careful don't don't listen with your mind i told one of those ministers where we're going to be ordaining in one of our discipleship sessions i said there are two ways you can there are two ways you can hear the word you can hear it in your natural mind and process it with your natural mind and most believers do that on the other hand you can hear the word with the ears of your spirit and it will transform your life and your future permanently permanently you have to be careful don't 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 train yourself to process everything in the word with your mind we serve a supernatural god it's not mind god is not mind this is not metaphysics it's not science it's not what's that called? what's that thing christian science that's not what this is not it we serve a supernatural god our god is for real he's real God can bring water out of a rock. Somebody can look in there and say, there is nothing there. It's dry, it's empty, it's finished, forget it. And God can go there and bring out a well of water. He's a supernatural God. You cannot analyze that and say, let's put all our equipment around the rock. Let's see, let's try to probe and see how, how the level of moisture, oh, it's, it's, it's show, it's, there's even no flicker on that thing. It's not even showing. There's no moisture whatsoever. The, forget it. God can go to that rock. And bring out a well of water. Yeah. Where your equipment was telling you there's no moisture. God can go there. It's not, it's not, this is not metaphysics. He's a supernatural God. And the closer you get to his, his covenant, the more of him you will feel. You will experience more of God. You will experience more of God. Hallelujah. Oh, Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Please, don't be offended when you hear me say some of these things. It's just, I, I just, you know, I was, I was saying to you last week, you know, I, I want you to get this, I want this covenant to become so real to you. I want it to be so real to you. Don't, don't process that with your mind. Just take it with your spirit. Yeah, I want it to be real to me. I said to you last week, it didn't start with you. This covenant did not start with you. In fact, after that service, I know I've read this scripture. I've read it over and over and over. In fact, I'm sure I read it a few days ago. Because I went and started, you know, I'm, I'm, you know sometimes I pick different gospels. I pick different parts of the book, you know, and study and read and just, you know. And, 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 and recently I decided I just want to go back and start from Matthew. I started, went all the way back from the beginning of the New Testament. So I'm sure a few weeks ago, and I'm just around maybe like, I don't know, 20th chapter, 22nd chapter, or maybe even 15, I'm not sure. <laughs> but I was saying to you last week, there is a straight line. I said this by the Holy Spirit, by the way. I didn't see a scripture that said it. But I, I, I said, I said, there is a straight line from Abraham to David to Jesus. Did I say that last week or not? And I said between Abraham and David, there is Judah. Judah is one of the great grandsons of Abraham. Judah is, is, one, is the great, 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 is an ancestor of David. So from Abraham to David, there's a straight line. From David to Jesus, there's a straight line. From Jesus to you, there's a straight line. So that means from Abraham to you, there's a straight line. 
That means everything that God has spoken to Abraham, David, Jesus, all of them belong to you. They belong to you. This is scripture. This is the word. And it is the truth. The Bible says you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And when I said that to you last week, I had not, it's not like I went out of my way to say, I just knew that was the truth. But during the week, the Lord took me to the very first verse in the New Testament. The very first verse. It is the very first verse in the New Testament. Put that up for us. Let's read it together. Everybody look on that screen. Look, look, look there. Matthew chapter 1 verse 1. Let's read that scripture. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ. The son of who? The son of who? I want you to seal out that. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ. The son of David, the son of Abraham. So that means there is a straight line. Oh, Jesus. Everything that God promised Abraham belonged to David. Everything that God promised David belongs to Jesus. And everything that God promised Jesus belongs to you. It is as simple as that. There is no mystery to it. So, because God made an everlasting covenant with Abraham, God made an everlasting covenant with David. Because God made an everlasting covenant with David, God made an everlasting covenant with Jesus. Because God made an everlasting covenant with Jesus, God made an everlasting covenant with you. Please, don't be offended when I say, I want you to get a hold of this. I want you to think about this differently. Don't think about it with a religion mind. I want you to get a hold of it. Believe it, believe it, believe it. Because the more real it is to you, my friends, the more you can experience what God has available for you. The book of the generations of Jesus the son of David, the son of Abraham. Go down there. Let's read, let's read verse 6. Let's read verse 6 of that same scripture. And Jesse, if you actually, um, let's, let's do verse 2. Verse 1, uh, Matthew 1, 1, we did verse 1. Let's do verse 2 and then go to verse 6. Abraham, because so he started from Abraham. He just told us the summary of that entire chapter. Abraham was the father he was the he was the one who begat everybody it was out of abraham that david came it was out of david that jesus came it was out of jesus that you came and the bible is giving us that summary in in, in, in this is the first verse of the new testament you said you are not that you are not that special that the word of god will not work in your life Sometimes people told me, Pastor, you don't get it, you know, for me, Mike. No, your case is not that special. This cannot be. It didn't start with you. Can you see the history? He started with Abraham. All the way to David. All the way to Jesus. All the way to you. 
So by the time David is saying in 2 Samuel chapter 23, verse 5, in the New Living Translation, is it not my family God has chosen? Yes, he has made an everlasting covenant with me. His agreement is arranged and guaranteed. He will ensure, in every detail, he will ensure my safety. By the time David is saying that, David caught something, but it did not start with him. David caught a hold of something. But it did not start with him. We read that scripture last week. God said to Abraham, he said, as for me, God was swearing by himself. As for me, it just did not start with you. It did not start with you. It didn't start with me. So how can he fail? He can't fail. It can absolutely, and I told you guarantees last week, it, absol- it is impossible for you to fail. It is impossible. Now, I hope you believe it. I hope you do. Because if you don't really believe something, I believe, I believe, yeah, Pastor, you know I believe, I believe. Okay. We will soon find out if you believe it, all right? We will soon find out whether you believe or not. Because it is important. If you believe this, you cannot fail. You can listen. People are running helter skelter, looking for this, looking for that. Who's going, how are we going to, no. You need God. That's it. You need God, my friends. You need God. Above everything else, you need God. I mean, who do you call on? Who do you call on? I call God first. Hallelujah. Look at that verse. Look at it. Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac was the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Judah and his brothers. Go to verse 6. Go to verse 6. Jesse was the father. Jesse came out from this line. Jesse was the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother was Bathsheba, the widow of Uriah. Go to verse 16. Jacob was the father of Joseph. Now, that's, that's not the original Jacob. Uh, the, the original the first Jacob, this, that's different. This Jacob here was the father of... Of Jesus, the biological father of Jesus. Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Mary gave birth to Jesus, who is called the Messiah. He traced it all the way from Abraham to Jesus. Now look at verse 17. Look at verse 17. So watch this now, watch this. So all the generations... From Abraham to David are how many generations? 14 generations. And all the generations from David until the carrying away into Babylon are how many generations? 14 generations. And then all the generations from the carrying away to Babylon unto Christ are how many generations? Listen to me. There is no coincidence We are talking about hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. How can it be so exact? How can it be so accurate? Spanning hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years. How can it be so accurate? Exactly 14. 
exactly 14, exactly 14 generations. How can it be so accurate? Now you want to tell me that this God who walked through hundreds and hundreds of years, through many generations of people, and got it accurate, cannot get it accurate with you. <laughs> it's what you're trying to tell me. He can't get it accurate with you. You who is only 20 years, 30 years, 40, 50 years, 60, 70, 80, 90 years, he will miss a bit with you. He didn't miss a bit in over a thousand years. But when it comes to because you are so special, he will make errors, he will make mistakes because you are very special. Do you see the foolishness? Do you see when people say all these things, oh God, no, I just don't. You, you see how it shows their lack? They don't know God. They don't know God. The Bible said, they that know their God. What Daniel is? The Daniel, what is that? They shall be strong and they will do exploits. What scripture is this? Daniel, what? 12, 3, what, Daniel, what is this scripture? 11, what? Thank you. Find <laughs> they, but the people that do know their God. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can know this God. An exploit be far from you. It is impossible. You don't know him. The first thing I tell you when you say, but I, you say, Pastor, I preach. I heard you say that, but, but for me, there, there's no exploit. I would say, you don't know God. You need to go and know him. You don't know him. You don't know him. If you truly know him, this is the Bible. I take this word over you. But the people that do know their God, do you know him? This is the question, do you know him? Abraham knew him. David knew him. Jesus knew him. How about you? Do you know him? Or do you just have a Christian name? Or were you born in church? Oh, my parents were Christians. I'm a Christian. I went to church all my life. Do you know how many people go to church all their life and they don't hear a thing? You hear the first thing that comes out of their mouth is unbelief. All the time. They grew up in church. The first thing that comes out of their mouth all the time, unbelief. Someone will say, you know, praise for something. Oh, they say, oh, pastor, I hope so. I hope, I hope so. I hope so. You hope so. Oh, pastor, I'm so scared. Is it, it's come to a time now. People are so, you know, they are so psychedelic. Someone was telling me the other day, oh, you know, I'm scared of, I'm scared of traveling in the air. I'm scared of flying. I'm afraid to fly. Ah. You are afraid to fly. But then now you want to tell me that you know God. Yeah, are you hearing yourself now? Hmm? I'm afraid to fly. Pastor, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm anxious. Really. And you know God. This God that there's no ounce of fear or worry or anxiety in him. But you are anxious, you are nervous. You are afraid. And you want me to believe you know God. 
The source of all fear is Satan. Satan uses fear. That's his tool. The moment you buy into fear in any area of your life, you are in trouble. Because you have given Satan a free reign in your life. Forget it. You have given him access to do anything he wants to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is no fear in God. Is there fear in God? There can be no fear. Every time an angel comes from God to man, every time an angel comes from God to man, first words out of the mouth of the angel, fear not. First words. Every time an angel comes from God to man, first words out of the mouth of the angel, fear not. How can you tell me you know God and you are afraid? We are seeing you're behind now. Because you've been saying, I know God, I know God, I know God, I know God. But the first thing that comes out is your unbelief. And if we dare challenge you with the word of God, you develop an attitude. Who, who are you to tell me that? Well, I am who I am by the grace of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I am who I am by the grace of God. Hallelujah. That's, that's why I've been called to preach the word to you. So I can share with you some of the things that I've already learned. It's not a put down. I'm, not, I'm just trying to share with you some of the things I've already learned. Ah, you cannot, you can't, you cannot give up. You cannot, you can't, you, you can't, all these things, you can't say, oh God, I, I hope. And God already told you in his word, this is the way I am. But you say, well, I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, okay, you don't know God. For they that know that they are God, the people, it's not word, it's not talk. The people that know they are God shall be strong and do exploits. I don't care what the devil plans. Many times we say, oh, the devil, the devil, the devil. Yes, the devil can do some things. And sometimes, you know, sometimes the Lord would allow us to go through certain things just so that we can, you know, we, we can build our spiritual muscles and we can learn to depend on grace. You know, one time, you know, Paul said, Lord, this, this thorn, this thorn in my flesh. And, and God said, my grace is, so don't, don't focus on the thorn. Focus on my grace. Don't focus on the thorn, focus on my grace. But, but what the Lord is also saying is, I am more than enough for you. In spite of your weakness, I'm more than enough for you. In spite of the difficulties you experience, I'm more than enough for you. I'm more than enough for you. Hallelujah. Go right back there to, Gen- to um, what's that scripture where we were? Matthew 1, 17. Is that where we were before we, before we went over to Daniel? Go back there. Let's look at that scripture. Matthew 1, 17. Look at it. So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. From David unto the carrying away into Babylon are 14 generations. And from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are 14 gen- Exactly, accurately planned. No mistake. No error anywhere. Accurate reply. Look at it. It starts, from, it starts from Abraham. Now, put up for me, please. Galatians chapter 3 from verse 26. Galatians chapter 3. Let's read verse 26 to 29. What's my goal? And, and I'm, I'm going to close early today. My goal is to repeat what I did yesterday. 
last, last week, last Sunday, to establish, be established in this covenant. You have to know that you know that you know that this God you serve is for real. Ah. I don't care what you do to me. This God is for real. I will never change my confession about him. Ever. I will never change. See, I will never change my message. I will never. Some, you know, I remember when I used to be a very young preacher. Thank God for our police um, who are helping us. Glory to God. We're not afraid. We just want to fulfill all righteousness. In addition to, to police helping us, we're also beefing up our security just around whether it's service day or not we just beef because you know some strange things are happening in this country and we just don't want to take anything for granted hallelujah thank you holy spirit let's go there galatians chapter 3 go there galatians chapter 3 verse 26 so please don't be uncomfortable. You know, you walk past the police or they come in or what. Just, just stay focused here in the service, right? It's, they, are, they, are, they are helping us. They are, they are not our, pro, our protector. God is our protector. But they are here. It's like you lock your door. When you get into your house, you lock your door. You don't say God is my protector. You leave your door open. And you know there are hoodlums around your neighborhood. <laughs> you, you leave your door unlocked. You say God is my protection. <laughs> they will clear everything in your house before you know it. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Lock your door and trust God. Amen. Hallelujah. Look at it. Galatians chapter 3 verse 26. Galatians chapter, 20, chapter 3 and verse 20. Look at it. For you all are what? You are the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have done what? Have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all what? You are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ, then are you what? Abraham's seed and what? Is according to the promise. If you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. I know when I was a young minister, they used to tell me all the time. The reason you preach this thing is because you have not experienced life. Okay. I've experienced life now. <laughs> they used to tell me, I'm serious. They used to tell me when I was in my, I, when in my 20s, mid-20s, early 30s, you know, mid-30s, early 40s. Okay. A man that is almost 60 has experienced life. You can't tell me I've not experienced, I've experienced life. But guess what? The message has not changed. It will never change. Because this God is true to his word. He has never changed. He has never failed. He never will. He never will. So come back and check me out 10 years from today. Wherever I am in the world, it will be the same message.
it will never change. If you are still here, if this word is working for you, you are still here. If Jesus has not come and you are still around, check me out. By that time, internet will be even more advanced. Yeah. I will still be preaching this message. Our God is a covenant keeper. It will never change. It will never. I don't care. I may be preaching to a million. I may be preaching to 10,000. I may be preaching to one. It will never change. It will never. You know why? Because I know him. I know him. It's not hearsay. I know him for real. He's my God for real. That songwriter said, for this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our God even until the end. It will never change. He's not a fair weather God. He's not a dispensational God like, oh, well, if one dispensation is there for them. No, he's always there. He's faithful. Did you hear that song? It's one of my best songs. God is faithful. I, I call him faithful. Our God is faith, faithful you are and faithful you will be. We haven't, we haven't been into the future, but we're already talking. We know you'll be faithful in the future. Yeah. We know you will be. It's because it never changes. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I hope I'm not boring you. Hallelujah. Woo. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let's look at a couple of scriptures here. Go, go right there with me to Genesis 17. Let's read that and then go read Jeremiah chapter 33. Probably close out there or close out in the Psalms. Go, go to Genesis 17. I'm going to close early today. I know you don't believe, but I'll, I'll, I'll surprise you. Today for once, I'm going to surprise you. And I'll tell you to record the date. Record today's date in your diary. Put it somewhere where you will never lose it. It's the day when I kept my word and I closed the service early. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. And if I don't do it today, I'll do it next week. <laughs> no, no. When, when Pastor Tinu ministers next week, she will do it on my behalf. Hallelujah. Genesis, I'll do it today, by the way. I'm, I'm serious. Genesis 17 from verse 1. And when Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared unto Abraham and said unto him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. And I will make my covenant between me and you. And I will multiply you exceedingly. And Abraham fell on his face. And God talked with him saying, as for me. Hallelujah. I just love those three words. I just love those three words. As for me, behold, my covenant is with you. And you will be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abraham. But thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee. And I will make thee exceeding fruitful. And I will make nations of you. 
and kings shall come out of you. And I will establish my covenant between me and you. And your seed after you in their generations. For an everlasting covenant. Somebody say everlasting covenant. I want us to say this a few times. Say everlasting covenant. Say it. 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 Everlasting covenant. We are covered in this everlasting covenant God made with Abraham. Because there is a straight line from Abraham to us. We are not exempt from this covenant. This covenant is sure. My friends, this covenant will cover every area of your life. It's an everlasting covenant. God said, I will be a God unto you. I will be a God unto you and to your seed after you. Now, from Galatians chapter 3, verse 26 to verse 29. Who is the seed? Who is the seed? I will be a God unto you and to your seed after you. Put up Galatians chapter 3. Who is the seed? Put it up. Galatians chapter 3, verse 26 to 20. We just read it, but you, you may not have caught that. For you are the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. 27. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. 28. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. 29. And if you are Christ. Then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise God said to Abraham in Genesis chapter 17 and verse 7. I will establish my covenant between me and you and your seed after you in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto you and to your seed after you. Who is the seed? It is an everlasting covenant to the seed. Someone say, I am the seed of Abraham. So I'm the seed of Abraham. I have an everlasting covenant with God. It will never fail. It will never fail. God can never fail. His covenant will never fail. I am the seed of Abraham. I am the child of God. His covenant with me is an everlasting covenant. Tell people who are doing you wrong. Tell them, warn them. Say, be careful what you do to me. I am the seed of Abraham. My God does not fight fear. Don't be careful what you do to me. I don't fight flesh and blood fight. My God does not fight fear. Be careful what you do to me. I am the seed of Abraham. I am a child of God. Some of the people who 
have fought the people of God, who have attacked the people of God, have been wiped off the surface of the planet. Be careful what you do to me. God said to God said to some of his servants one time, he said, Amalek, I want you to wipe off Amalek from the surface of the What did Amalek do? Amalek hurt the people of God. They hurt them when they were vulnerable. You know what the Amalekites did? Amalekites never fought fair. They didn't fight face to face. Amalekites fought from the back. They're like the serpent. You remember when God, when God judged Adam and Eve and the serpent in the garden and said to the serpent, the, the, the seed of the woman will bruise your heel. Will bruise your head, sorry. And you will do what you will hurt his heel. That's Amalek. Amalek fights from the rear. Amalek looks for the strongest part of the army and he looks for the weakest part of the army. And he goes for the weakest part. When the children of Israel were coming out of captivity, Amalek did not face them from front because he knew their strongest army was up front. Usually the children of Israel will put their strongest ones in front and they will put the women and the children at the back. Amalek attacks women. Amalek attacks children. He's a coward. Say to your enemies, be careful what you do to me. I serve a God who keeps covenant. Be careful what you do to me. My God does not go to sleep. Be careful what you do to me. If I remember saying to somebody once, I said, be careful what you say about me. I said to them, be careful what you say. I said to them, I said, be careful what you say about me because my God is hearing you in your bedroom. He doesn't fight fear. I'm a covenant child of God. You can't do me wrong. The Bible says in Psalm 105, he allowed no man to do them wrong. He did not allow any man to do, you cannot do me wrong. It's right there in Psalm 105. Have you seen that scripture before? Put that up if you can find it for me, please. Hey, saying, look at it. Let's see, let's see. Let's read this. Let's read from Psalm 105. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah. Let's close out here. What's the time? Oh, let's close out here. Let's close. Psalm, Psalm 105 verse, verse 8. He has remembered his covenant forever. The word which he commanded to a thousand generations. Which covenant he made with Abraham. And his oath unto Isaac. And he confirmed the same unto Jacob for a law. And to Israel for an everlasting covenant. Saying unto thee will I give the land of Canaan. The lot of your inheritance. When there were but a few men in number, yea, very few and strangers in it. When they went from one nation to another, from one kingdom to another people, he suffered no man to do them wrong. Yea, he reproved kings for their sakes, saying, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. I rest my case. I rest my case. The covenant will work for you. The covenant will deliver you. The covenant will deliver for you. The covenant will come through in your midnight hour. Stand to your feet. Let's close this service. Let's thank God for his everlasting covenant. Let's thank God for his everlasting covenant. 
We thank you, God, for your everlasting covenant. We thank you, Father, for your everlasting covenant. We thank you, Lord, for your everlasting covenant. That covenant speaks for us. That covenant is working for us. That covenant is producing for us. We thank you for your everlasting covenant. 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 We give you the glory. We give you the praise. Hallelujah. Come on, strengthen yourself in the covenant as we close. Strengthen yourself in the covenant. I am a child of God. I am the seed of Abraham. I walk closely with my covenant-keeping God. Hallelujah. I'm intimate with my covenant-keeping God. I love God with all my heart and with all my soul and with all my mind and all my strength. I put God first in everything I do. I seek God and the kingdom of God first in everything that I do and all things, all good things are added unto me. I'm a covenant child of the almighty God. I'm the seed of Abraham. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for your holy word. Thank you for blessing your people. Thank you for breathing upon us today. Precious Holy Spirit, thank you for your mighty presence. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. Bless them as they go forth. Not only those that are here with us in this room, but everyone that is online, everyone that is worshiping with us today. Bless them and their loved ones. Bless them and their families. Father God, you have already promised you will not cause even one hair on their head to fall to the ground. Fulfill every word that you have spoken. I give you all the the glory. I give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen and amen. And amen.